I'm Lindsay Wilson, the queen of glam, and this is the podcast, Business of Glam. I created this podcast to help us all find the magic in business and everyday life. With over 20 years in the beauty industry, you name it, I've probably done it, avid product and fashion enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a single 40-year-old woman on a quest to live my best authentic life, I wanted to bring you people and resources to help inspire you to do the same. In balancing all life has to throw at us, the highs and the lows, I hope we can learn to ride these waves together to find the true essence of glam. Because at the end of the day, I think what we are all craving is community, connection, and a sense of not being alone. So join me on this journey to turn glam outside in. On this episode of Business of Glam, we are so excited to meet with psychic Elizabeth Marie, an owner of Cosmic Tea, to learn more about her journey, how we can all tap into our intuition, and so much more magic. You don't want to miss this episode. And if you enjoyed it as much as we did, we hope that you don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm yes. excited. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, well, what my you do. Elizabeth Marie. I'm a psychic. I speak to the lovely cosmic side of things. So I speak with angels, spirit guides, messenger guides, master angel or master guides, ascended masters. I talk to basically your spirit team, your spirit council. I don't really talk to the word ancestors because I am blessed to be able to talk about family members in this life, past lives, future lives, and parallel lives. So I don't really ever use the word ancestors. I try not to because there's so much more than that. Yeah. And yeah, and I own Cosmic Tea here in Greenwood Village. Not here, but here in Greenwood Village. And I'm really blessed to have a beautiful staff of different diverse women, men, queer who work for me. And we do all kinds of magical, beautiful things. You really do. I love Cosmic Tea. It's Thank like you. the Thank cutest you. thing ever. Thank you. I've been there for energy healing. Oh, really? We did a workshop. What, what workshop did you do? We did the breath work. Oh. Serena was there too. We came with Stephanie. Okay, deal. Oh, yeah. you did that one with the three of you on the little side. Yeah. On my expansion side. Uh-huh. Okay, deal. Yes. That was with Nadia, right? She's the ther- the mother yes. mother wound therapist. She's fire. Yes. You guys also have to try Claudia. She's uh, a Marcy dot Claudia or a Marcy dot love. It is, it'll fuck you up. It'll fuck you up. It opens up your third eye, drops trauma, and helps you to expand your gifts that you were born with. I love it. Yeah, she's fire. It so all- Cosmic Tea has the cutest, you have like retail, you have crystals, necklaces, jewelry, candles. All the things. All of the things. Okay. But then you also have all of these energy healers and you do workshops. Yeah, we do all kinds of classes. Um, next, so we do breath work twice a month, and that's with Claudia. Then we also do full, I do a full moon ceremony. We do co-cow ceremonies. We do, well, we do so many classes, dear God. Um, <laughs> we're trying to heal your souls, everybody. Um, we do fire ceremonies. We do sound bowl ceremonies. We also do, um, next month, we're going to have the spring equinox. And so what we're going to do is, is I'm going to line up different types of practitioners and they take roses or flowers, fresh flowers, and they beat them over your body. Like they rub them from the top to the bottom and it gives you blessings because a lot of people are walking out of their shadow because of the winter. So for spring, we're going to be giving you, they're called burrita. I say I'm wrong. I say I'm wrong. Um, burritas? Burrita? I don't know. 
I say that. I say I'm wrong. Both sound really great. Yeah. <laughs> they're flower blessings. We're doing that next month. We're also That doing sounds a, amazing. It's, yeah. And we're going to do a class next month for um, single mothers, women who have never bought a house before, uh, people that are breaking generational curses and buying the first house in their family with this amazing Savvy Stacy, And all the proceeds are going towards a woman's, uh, woman's uh, homeless shelter. That's amazing. Or shelter. We haven't decided which one yet. What was your inspiration behind starting Cosmic Tea? I mean, I'm glad you did, but... There's a two things. One, I was working at other shops, and I was booking myself out with my own clientele, and they were taking 40% of my money. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to keep my <laughs> own money. I want to make my own money. And also, I was complaining about, like, why aren't, um, why aren't certain shops in Denver uh, more diverse? Why aren't they... They're only fitting to an aesthetic mm-hmm. of spirituality. They're talking about this, but they're not doing it. And uh, I remember one of my favorite people, she owns Alchemy Rituals. Her name was Elenia. She was like, start your own. And uh, talked to me one day about that. And I, I don't know if she even remembers she said that to me. And so I sat with my spirit guides, and I dreamt up um, a place where people who are awkward, people who have astonishing gifts but are looked at differently because they're not a certain weight they're not a certain color they don't speak the spiritual bolder way right you know um and i wanted a place for all those people to come and feel safe seen and i wanted to help promote them to become something great of whatever great they think that is and that's what it happened and it just took off and it's it's been wild in a while. It is a great space. It's you like, did an amazing job. Thank you. It's bougie, but like you can, you get the chills. Like you get goosebumps. Yeah. You cry. You can feel it. And you're seen. It's so. spiritual bougie. It is spiritual bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's fine. It's different. <laughs> you get giant dick candles with like big hoop earrings that say boss bed. But then you also get like, you know, certain salt baths and yoni steams and you get crystals and there's jewelry protection jewelry like it's all cool. I have one of those of the other double sided yes yeah they're fire I can't believe I didn't wear it yeah it's a I saw you and I was like oh shoot you, you can read it <laughs> <laughs> I love this one I try not to leave it it's a double sided uh, tourmaline it's really cool yeah I love it her name is uh, Angelica she is fire fire all of her protection jewelry her earrings everything she's amazing how did you discover your gifts or that you had, that you could connect? Because I think we all can kind of connect. Yeah, I, every right? person has the absolute um, power to connect. What happens is, is people feel awkward or they don't believe in themselves and they don't sit with their second self for seconds. And so for me, I was four years old. Um, it's actually like a, um, I don't know if you want to talk about it. It's actually not a great story. It's totally up to you. Okay, to you. Um, so I was four years old. My mom had married um, a very, very, dumb, a very abusive man, and he, I, I locked him out of the house as a joke, and he held, he got back in and he held me down on the counter, and he poured pomelo down my throat, and I was puking it, and he made me swallow my puke, and in that moment, I looked at my mom and my grandmother were sitting at the kitchen table. And I heard clear as day my mom say, I hope she dies. And then I saw my grandma um, just couldn't breathe or anything. And I, uh, in that moment, I knew I was alone. And in that voice, I knew it was something, not me. And I didn't believe in God for a long time. And uh, 
when I got a couple of years later, I um, I was crying for help. We were all my me and my uh, twin and my other sibling were laying in a bed together, and my mom was at a party. She left my husband or her husband, and uh, and I started crying and I asked for help. And I opened my eyes and I saw people behind people behind people. There's about five hundred um, ghosts, and um, and I knew that's I was amazing. Safe. They're that like, we got you. Yeah, <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs> <They were> totally. <laughs> And uh, I woke up my twin and she from screaming and she saw them too and she was screaming and then my middle sister she didn't see them and then I started talking about like the unliving of like um, people in our family and my mom and them were Jehovah Witnesses and so they were like that's bad that's bad and then I just knew things before they would happen I would read people's energy I would know things about people and um, and so it started at four and then I didn't get professional about until seven years ago because I just, uh, I just thought it was me and spirit, you know, like mm-hmm. me and spirit guides, and and I didn't speak that language that a lot of people do about their ancestors or about this, and I don't speak that. I don't. That's not my world. Mm-hmm. And so I always felt that I wasn't a part of, you know, like um, my goal is to help like kids in foster care who don't know their families, that don't know any people that have been adopted and are trying to seek answers, but their family members are passed and. And I just started working with angels and spirit guides, and it's it's been lovely. It's been heavy, but it's been lovely. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you always pick up on everybody's energy? <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> I, I, I used to. Okay. I used to. I, before I had boundaries. Yeah. And before, I, like, it turns me into a dried raisin. Right. And so... I would me, feel like that would be very yeah. intense to, like, walk through the world and be able to feel everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and so I tell my spirit guides to only to if I have to know something to only it, it, it very important. But I don't I don't read anybody's energy unless it's they're paying me or somebody's asked me. But I do spirit does let me know if like hey turn down this street not this street, stay away from this person. And sometimes I can feel people's sorrow and sadness, but it's not mine really to. I want people need to step up and do it. So when I was a baby empath um I had no boundaries and I read a lot of people without the permission but now no I don't give a shit yeah <laughs> I don't give a shit <laughs> how did you create your boundaries I was like I feel like you're like no nonsense like you were like okay let's figure this out I really think that I've had so many lives that I've probably been killed for this gift <laughs> that in this life they're like watch it bitch <laughs> uh honestly I feel like I'm past lives and in this life like just um, I got sober a long time ago, and I've been able to stay sober this time. And it just by doing the steps, and then by just treating people as uh, honoring them is doing it, and also being exhausted and learning. And my spirit guides and doing spirit guide check-ins all the time, and just making sure that like my spirit guides and spirit hold me accountable, and that there's integrity. I want to be of integrity. So honestly, it was like. Well, I, I used to tell people their genders of their babies. I don't tell genders anymore because what I saw was my spirit guide showed me um, one of the persons that I sh- I shared their baby's gender with them. They were at their baby reveal, and there was a little sorrow and sadness in their body because they knew what they were having, but their partner didn't, and they kept it a secret. And so from now on, I don't tell genders because I don't want to steal anybody's joy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And also, like, if somebody's having a bad day or, like, did cocaine and they have crazy going on in their head... It's not really my fuss to place. You know, it's like, mind your business, Elizabeth. 
And I also think you have to hold yourself to accountability when you have these crazy gifts that you allow people to be human. Because if you're reading people without their permission or just being a cunt because you're in a bad mood and going off on mm -hmm. somebody, you're causing harm. And that comes back on a bitch. Yeah. So I just, I, don't, I have enough karmic debt to clean. I don't need to clean up extras because I want to be a cunt. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Do you do the same in business? Do you kind of follow that rule path of boundary sending? No, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning that you can't be friends with your employees. It's very um, hard. Huh? I'm learning you can't be friends with your employees. At, you can have love for them. You can want them to mm -hmm. aspire, but you can't. You gotta have that boundary. Yeah, because <laughs> I did. I take everything personally mm -hmm. in business, and so I'm learning. Um, now, in business, what I do is, um, I pr I appreciate grownups. I appreciate people that are grownups. Like they come in, they they're here to be of service. They do their job or whatever there's meant to be, and then like I understand people have days and stuff for but sure. In business, it's I, I really it's about elevating people to realize what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like being a leader and being a boss bitch instead of a bitch boss. But I have had to be a bitch boss a couple times to realize that ain't my thing. So I'm learning mm -hmm. and I love it. And I check in with my spirit guides and I keep people around me who um, keep me humble. I love that. Yeah. Because it's always a learning curve. Yeah. You're always like, oh shit, that was not the right thing to do. I, I and sometimes you are the bitch boss. Yeah, sometimes you and have then to be. And it doesn't feel good. I'm like, that doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel good to let you go. It doesn't yeah. feel good to yell at you or tell, like, reprimand you. It doesn't. Like, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> oh, I wish we all could be naive and great and then just go flow. But yeah, I don't, I don't find joy in, um, I don't enjoy it, but I do have a rule. Yeah. Never be scared to fire. Yeah. Never. Never be scared to fire because you don't know if you're hindering them and holding them back. Mm -hmm. And so never be scared to fire. I agree. Role. Have compassion and empathy, but don't you fucking, don't you, it, once you allow your employees to run you, or run the shop, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. You're screwed. They're going to make you the bad guy. When they do leave, they're going to fucking badmouth you. And you probably bled for them completely. Yeah. And so I've, I've learned some big lessons in business. Um, I've learned some crazy, crazy, crazy lessons. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm blacked out right now. I'm like, what just happened? Don't relive, don't relive those. <laughs> no, yeah. But I, I was I, like, it is so hard to like learn that boundary though. And then you're like, oh shit. And then the shit people say about you. So it's like, you really have to know who you are inside. Because then people are like, oh, I heard you, or X, Y, and Z, yeah. or you did X, Y, and Z, or <laughs> the your business is failing. You look oh. like a thumb with lips. Huh. I had to. Uh -huh. I that was the best insult I've ever. They look like a thumb? I look, but then I was like, we all kind of look like thumbs uh -huh. with lips. You're like, I'm a hot thumb. Do you see my hair? <laughs> look at my ass. I was like, Bam. also, I <laughs> thank you for acknowledging my lip filler that I got. <laughs> I tell people if they if you come for me, I'll come for you too. Uh -huh. I have no problem blazing in blood. You come for me, I'm gonna come for you too because I work at a place of I come from a place of wanting people to succeed. I've had staff turn over three times. Twice they were um, they manifested their dreams, so they left and it was mm -hmm. sad. And I'm still mad, like once in law school, and I'm like, bitch, just quit your job and just be a partner with me. Right. Um, but I I'm, I also like um, I don't take it personally because some people are scared to jump. And I would rather cry while paying my taxes, being a 
profitable business mm-hmm. than sitting at home worrying about if I'm liked. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to hold on to mm-hmm. who you are and surround yourself with people that are professionals and mm-hmm. like outside of work. Yeah. And smarter Your than people. Me. Yes. I need people around me smarter than me. <laughs> I need, I need them. I think we all do, right? Uh-huh. I was like, that's, you always have to. Because I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Serena. <laughs> I was like, Serena, part. can you make me a reel? I'm like, that's cute. You guys think that I Instagram. <laughs> I was yes. like, I don't know how. It's all Serena. That's so funny. But yeah, I, I, I'm very grateful for the experience of having a business and expanding the business and being able to watch other women, queer, and people of color succeed. Everything in my shop is either a woman-owned business, local, queer, or person of color. And um, sometimes I have to get a couple things from different states, but they stay in that guideline. And every shop that I open will have that guideline. I was going to say, I heard you and Serena talking before we got started. So you're looking to expand I'm out ex- of state. Uh, multiple times. I love that. Yeah, It's I'm such still- a great space that I do feel like it needs to spread. It does. And every shop is going to have a different theme, but it's still going to be sick and bougie. So I love that. It's where it's like pussy. You think of like power pussy moves. Yeah. It's my jam. I know. I always love following your Instagram because I'm like, oh, oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) But I love it. So tell us, how do you connect to your spirit? To my spirit guides? To your spirit guides. Do you want to try? Do you want me to show you how to do it? Do you want me to tell you guys? Yes. Okay, deal. Do you want to try it? Okay, deal. Yes. So you're going to put your both feet flat on the ground. Okay. You're going to sit up in a chair, and you're going to open your palms, okay? And you're going to close your eyes. And you're I was gonna, like, hold on, I'm too short. <laughs> close your eyes and pull in deep breaths from the bottom of your pelvic bone all the way up to, like, where your ears are, and then blow out with your mouth. Do that two more times. And you feel that nervous energy? Keep walking through that. That's keep doing that. Okay. Keep breathing. Keep your eyes closed. And you're gonna repeat after me. I say your full name. I, I Lindsay Wilson. Now call in. Now call in. My two ethereal spirit beings. My two ethereal spirit. Beings. And now call in my spirit guides to come and stand behind me. My spirit guides to come and stand behind me. And to energetically allow me to fill them. And energetically feel them. And understand them. And understand them. I ask that my spirit council allow my spirit guides to be fully aware and to be fully <laughs> like, present. I missed it. I started seeing things. Okay. <laughs> and keep breathing because your back's going to tighten. And then you're going to ask one spirit guide to stand on your left behind your left shoulder and the other spirit guide to stand on the right behind your right shoulder. And so these two ethereal beings are here to guide you through purpose, all of your contracts. They're assigned to you by your spirit council. They do not ever leave. They are contracted with you for this whole lifetime. Okay? And you're going to ask them to allow you to feel the sensations of masculine or feminine. Every spirit guide is ethereal, but however, for the human race in this world, they are here in either divine feminine or masculine because that is what we're here to heal. So you're going to energetically with your being in your body and your feminine intuition, you're going to feel if your spirit guide on your left 
is masculine or feminine? Don't close your throat up. Breathe. Then you're going to feel on the right side if your spirit guide is masculine or feminine. Keep breathing it in. Use your feminine intuition. You're going to question yourself a couple times. Was that really what I felt? It was. Usually do it with running water or any kind of stream music because it's easier to get out of the human self into the spirit self. So what'd you feel? I felt like tingly, like sweaty palms mm -hmm. and feet and kind of tingly. Did you feel masculine or feminine? Masculine, feminine. Yes, well played. They were flipped. They were flipped. Oh. But yes, you're spot on. Whole Foods tarot reader? Get the fuck out of here, Janet. Get the fuck out of here. 
I was gonna say, what are kind of your modalities that you like to use? Do you like to do tarot cards? Is that kind of your go-to if somebody came in for a reading? Yeah, the only reason I do tarot cards, well, first of all, I love tarot cards. So I love tarot cards in the first place. They've guided me and made me the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. So I love tarot cards. But for me, the reason I like to use tarot cards is because the person in front of you, when they're coming in about Jerry, that they love this Jerry, and Jerry's their twin flame, and Jerry blah, 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 and I'm flipping the cards, and it shows them for fact what's going on. Jerry's so not your twin asked, flame. Yeah, Jerry's not your twin flame, you crazy bitch. <sighs> Thank God you've got your twin flame. Come on, now let's go. And I always joke that I'd rather fuck my uh, soulmate's brother than my soulmate. Uh, just because it's all lessons. So for me, I use tarot to show people what spirit has to say. And then also having integrity and and really being very clear and being able to be a, um, to have a great reputation. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm not here to lie to people and I'm not here just for the money. Like I'm here to, like it's, I'm here to get people to be loved, to love and to create, um, karmic healing so that people can be better yeah i was gonna say speak to generational curses a little bit okay. i got into an argument with my lawyer about this oh, he did? was like i hate that you call it a generational curse because he was like my mom was strong and powerful and i'm raising my daughters to be strong and powerful and i was like great but you're great. helping <laughs> then you're helping break the curse i guess uh, but, but like are you raising them in masculine energy or in their divine feminine energy how are you raising them? Are you raising them to be more masculine or are you raising them in their feminine and showing mm-hmm. their feminine power? So generational curses to me is, uh, and this is going to be a little heavy, so trigger warning people. Um, you know, every woman in my family was a child bride. My great-great-grandma, my great-grandma, my grandmother, um, and my mother. Everybody was married before, like between 14 and 16. And um, I've never been married, so they're like, she's a lesbian. And I'm like, clearly. I'm like, listen, I bring the dick to the party, calm down. Um, you don't I, want to bring the party oh, home oh, with you full time. Calm down. I was like, uh, I know you didn't vote, but I voted for fucking gays to get married too. So if I want to get married, I could. So what happened was, instead of like focusing on a man will love me, a man will take care of me, I am safe in a man. Um, and to each own oh, people, if you decide that's what you want to be, good for you. However, that's not my story. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was healing the sex trauma, the rapes, um, the codependency, um, the addictions, and healing that part inside of me for the women that came before me so that my daughter, and if she ever decides to have children or anybody else in our family, they don't have to. That's, they, you, I'm the first businesswoman in my mm-hmm. family. I am the first, I will be the first multi-billionaire in my family. Um, and I am uh, breaking curses of that you can be self-loved and you can sit and know that you're more than just a body. I love that. And that's the generational curses I'm doing in poverty. When I was little, four of us used to share a um, pack of Top Robin. Like, we, there's four of us, so that's all we would have to eat for the day. And now I can eat anywhere I fucking want. You know, yeah. and I get to, um, and I get to go like crazy over tip, and help people that don't have the same kind of lifestyle that I do. And and I did that lifestyle by healing myself and I and working with my spirit guides and knowing that I'm worthy and I, worthiness is a generational curse. Mm-hmm. And so when people are when people talk about like they're healing it, how? Tell me how. How does it hurt? Does it bleed? Do you cry? Does it some days you want to give up and just be that dumb, you know, naive housewife? Yes, all the time. 
You know, and I've never... There are days. There are days. I get sorority slips sometimes. I love like, sorority girls. I love you guys. Don't come for me. But sometimes I want to just be like, fuck it. Yeah. White claw dick. Sometimes yeah. I just want to be a lady that lunches and has no worries in yeah. the world. Yeah. I mean, I know that they have worries, oh, yeah. but like, not... Listen. Yeah. Where I, you're eating at. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> but I, and, and the thing for me, what I see, it also is... is um, healing the mother curse in yeah. my family. You know, nobody was ever a mother to each other. They looked at women as competition. And I think that's what the coolest thing is, is that like at my shop, nobody's competition. I don't give a shit if you're more famous than me. I don't care if you have better gifts than me. Great, let's go. We're here to be of service. Mm-hmm. You know, so competition doesn't exist to me. Yeah. Competition with me exists. It's like, how can you be better? What can you do? How can you surprise yourself? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I love tarot. Tarot, ha- tarot is blunt and it is a bitch, and it is. It should be treated with very much high respect. I was going to say you do tarot lessons, right? Yeah, bitches and tarot. Yeah, and that's an eight week. Yeah, it's eight weeks, but it's actually ten. But I tell okay. everybody it's an eight week course, and I teach you how to be from an empath to an intuitive and work your way to psychics. And it's been a very successful process. Um, I'm creating a new style, a new version of intuitive readers uh you know i have some some classes i have a bunch of mediums and i'm like here we go and some and this one i have like all kinds of alien energy in this one (laughs) and it's like okay deal and it's it's cool to watch the different type of women but it sets them up for success Mm -hmm. they you know many women have started their own businesses from this and i'm like let's fucking go yeah you know and so i love bitches and tarot yeah it teaches it one it's not for the weak um, it, I will. I am a cunt. I will pull things out of you that you are scared to look at, but you'll come out of it just so proud of who you are. So you do believe we all have like a 100%. psychic gift intuitive or intuition? Yeah. Yeah. Intuition. I always say God gave us women's intuition because men are liars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take that. <laughs> Everyone's liars, but yes, yeah, I'll take that. Um, yeah. So there's clairvoyant, which is clairvoyant, which is. Um, the clear vision, um, clear sentient, the clear feeling, um, clear consciousness, clear of knowing, clear of gustance, clear of taste, clear alliance, um, clear of smell, clear of tangency, which is the one I fucking hate, clear of touch. Um, there's multiple other types, but yeah, there are um, there are about seven lovely clairs. There's way more. There's a lot more, but seven is mostly the one I work with. And do you feel like we're all energy, right? Yeah, every person's energy. Every so this is the deal. This is how I explain it. Some women, sadly, still to this day have to use their intuition when they're walking down the streets, when they are mm-hmm. um, out in public, when they're doing things, when they're coming home from their door. So I so I, I read for this police officer once, and I was like, you're intuitive too. And he goes, well, I'm like, yeah, you are. I'm like, you guys are taught to be intuitive to a standard. And after that, it's woo-woo. It is. Oh, they're crazy. But when you guys go to a call, yeah. you all of your intuition is on right then. You have to know what's going on all the way around you. Women are like the same. For you, you close your throat constantly. <laughs> you gotta breathe. You gotta trust yourself. You can do this. You're great. Usually, I tell people it takes three years to fill your aha when you're in the thing and you actually have you're really good at something and a career or purpose or you know at an opportunity. It takes three years to go. Holy shit! I'm actually good. Does that make sense? Yeah. You see, you just breathe. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I think you are clairvoyant as hell. Tell me what clairvoyance is. So clairvoyance is the vision. So I think you see things and your spirit guides drop 
yeah. things to you so that you know. Mm-hmm. And I think you're really good with it, but I think you over turn you turn it on too high when you're dating because you don't want to be lied to or taken advantage of. So you overcharge yourself instead what? of being in the bottom. Does that make sense? Yes. I think that that is like my big lesson in dating right now. Uh-huh. And that I went to therapy for. I was like, I have to know that I can trust myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to look for everything. Yeah. So if you, like, it's a tr- <laughs> every people freak out about trust. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if I can trust. I don't want to be cheated. I don't want to be lied to. Sometimes we eat the lies because we like the way the blood tastes. Yeah, and sometimes it's more important to us to feel adored and loved than actually if it is love and adored. Mm-hmm. And so, if we, who you are at seventeen and who you are at thirty-three is two different people. Yeah, and you will be lied to. However, your intuitive self can come in and have conversations with you, and you can be vulnerable with yourself and just sitting in meditation. And meditation is just um, listening to the messages. Prayer is talking. Prayer is speaking to your spirit guide, spirit you to spirit, universe divine creator. I don't give a shit what you call it. Um, and then, so for you, it would be sitting with self and writing about the lessons that you've learned, mm-hmm. you know, and why we're okay allowing ourselves to be manipulated and lied to. Mm-hmm. What comes from that? And really seeking that and looking at that and being awakened from that. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I was lonely. And this yeah. is why I think 2020 fucked everybody up. People realized they didn't know who they were, they mm-hmm. didn't like who they were, and they didn't like being in their own body. And so it drove them fucking crazy. Yeah. And, and they were stuck at home. Yeah. With no other option. And so a lot of people fucking came out of this cave within and became greatness. And other people dwindled and became angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I just deleted TikTok. I'm done. I'm done. TikTok, you could, oh gosh, I'm not even going to start with that one. <laughs> Um, but so what the thing is is your clairvoyant you can use that get books about clairvoyant meditate about it and literally just lay on your stomach on your bed and journal and, li- and listen to music Archangel Sadophon is the angel of music call him in say I call in Archangel Sadophon to deliver the messages that are needed to be here to be heard and seen and seen is here heard is here okay so seen is in your third eye heard is in your heart and then just journal and start re- and receiving messages, mm-hmm. and that will heal you. I, like I bought some with therapy. Please go to therapy, people. Um, <laughs> but also, I believe that when you allow yourself to be seen, it's magic, and you mm-hmm. can just pull tarot cards, like of what you know, like what your po- like what spirit needs to tell you. This is what I teach my students. Like, every day. let's do it. Yeah. So, like here, I'm gonna pull some cards. Of, like, what spirit needs us to know today. Okay. This is in general, okay? And this is for the collective. So if you hear this in weeks, you're still fine. So what it's saying is that you have the Empress, right? And so the Empress is saying, stand in your divine feminine. Everybody, get in your feminine. Get juicy with it. Be okay in your juiciness. And it's saying it's not about being naive and wanting things. It's about putting in the work so that you can stay in this energy all the time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because we're taught be little, be small, be quiet, be loud, be da 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 da. And we say like, "Don't tell me what to be, Jerry. I'm good." Yeah. And so for you today, spirit is saying is you would celebrate more if you would step into your higher <laughs> self. 
you're more in your human self than your higher self. You've been human for too many years. Now it's time to step in your higher self and it's to gradually go to evolve, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're playing a little small because you're too worried about really showing your light. Like you think people will just, ugh, fuck them. <laughs> you know, I get people told that I'm not spiritual because I cuss too much. Oh, hell. And I'm like, well, when's the last time you supported a person of color? Listen, my mom always said I had a mouth like a sailor, and I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. <laughs> oh, are you single? No. Are you, are you, did you meet somebody for love? Yeah. Okay, deal. So what it's saying is, is that you're supposed to be falling in love in the next couple weeks. Are, are, have you said you love them? Well, yeah. She's not breathing, kids. No. We've been together She stopped. <laughs> yeah. Why, um, what's going on? Do you tell them you love them every day? Yeah. Yeah? It's scary. But yeah. Oh, okay, deal. She's holding her breath again. Okay. So what it's saying is, is that this is a healing soulmate relationship. You don't have to worry about anything. It is saying is, is that the whole marriage thing still you guys need to talk about because something's going on. Um, do you not believe in marriage? I'm divorced. That's what I asked. <laughs> Keep breathing so, too. We don't need you passing out. I, I, I don't know. I don't deal. Know. So here we go. Soul contracts. Soul contracts are with your spirit council. Okay, so Mother Divine, Father God, top, right? And I'll be off. Next is spirit council. Your spirit council looks like the Supreme Court to me. They're in charge of all of your contracts. You go through life review with them and God, divine creator, whatever you want to say. Every contract. Now, some soulmate relationships are karmic are karmic relationships that weren't fulfilled correctly in the past life or past lives, so they come in this life. Some people, and when I do love readings, because I do have 27 marriages in my belt, and I have four engagements, and one in October, uh, they're getting married. So, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the shit. So, um, what it's saying is, is that sometimes marriages are actually relationships that are supposed to be moments or minutes. So, weeks, months, years, okay? And what happens is, is sometimes people come together and agree, I'll be married for seven years. And then that contract is done and our karmic debt is over. So, their divorce is part of karmic um, soul contracts. So what people have to learn is, is that, oh, I fulfilled a contract, now we're divorced. It doesn't mean it didn't work out. It means that we had a time limit. And so what I will do is I'll look at the stamp on your guys' love contracts and be like 12 years, eight years, six years. And I just have to see the person's face to tell you the contract date. And spirit will show me. And so what a lot of people think, well, I don't ever wanna go through that again. Not every relationship is here for fun. Some are here to cause harm. Some are here to end old contracts. And when you end contracts, you collect a good karmic debt. And people who are married for like 30 years that should have been married too, and they're like, this has been the worst marriage of my life, but we're just gonna die together. You're fucked, because your next life, you have, to, you have to catch up to all of your contracts. There are few people who are here to be married forever, and that is beautiful. That means they have cleaved their karmic debt in past lives. I was, I was telling one of my neighbors, I was like, um, I don't take, I don't experience anxiety, and I didn't experience depression until my mother killed herself. And, um, and so for me, I was like, I must have had like five lobotomies in my last life, or in my last lives, I must have been in fucking tied up, fucking, you know, I must have really gone through it, because in this life, I'm very grateful not to experience it, but I know 
but it hasn't come without some kind of thing I've had to do. So I know in my past lives I've had to I've had to deal with that. In this life I'm very grateful to be able not to experience that. However, people think I'm crazy because I'm a psychic. They think I'm mental health because I'm a psychic. And I'm like, nah, I can talk to angels. How about you? You should love him. Okay. Stop being a person. I agree. Stop being he a loves person. you. Even your awkwardness, he likes. And who knows? Show her a picture of him. Yeah, you we'll show know, me a picture. We'll know, know when the contract is. <laughs> oh, you're, you're so believing of uh, the negative. Well played. That's a generational curse. <laughs> That's a generational curse. <laughs> That's also a curse on you by society. I need to come see you, Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Come see me. Yes, cosmic tea, kids. All right, what else do you want to know? I know. I was like, I feel like we've covered so much. I'm like, what What else do we have on our agenda? I, do, I have a question for yeah. you, but I don't know if it's appropriate. Yeah, I, you're fine. Because you said he used to be a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. How did you believe in God again? That is a great fucking question. Thank you. Um, for me, um, I experienced a lot of essay from people in that religion, and a lot of people covered. And um, my grandmother, before she died, told me that when I asked her, I said, there was like this whole um, documentary on Jehovah's Witnesses about women coming forward saying they were molested. And I... Uh, I said, what do you think about the documentary? And she goes, Elizabeth, they'll, they'll start lying. And I go, what about your own granddaughters? And she goes, Elizabeth, boys will be boys. Then I looked at my best friend, and I went, well, she just died. And I talked to her one, a couple, two other times after that. Um, and for Why me, do boys just get to be boys? Because since what the, hell the happened dawn of time, him? it's okay. And that's what we're breaking. <laughs> yes. You know, the Chelsea Handlers. Yeah. You know, the uh, Rihannas, um, the Mel Gibsons, you know. Um, there are many people who are absolutely brilliant that are helping clear that. So for me, I turned to drinking and smoking. I ran away, and then I got kicked out when I went back, and I've been on my own since I was 13. Um, so I had a drinking problem, and I loved the, uh, the lovely drug, cocaine, and... I uh, drowned out my gifts for a very long time. And I got sober, and I kept relapsing. And I kept begging God to kill me. And one time I did, and I did many uh, eight balls to die. And I didn't die. And I got sober, and I got into a 12-step program. And for the first couple of years, I lied and said I believed in God. And I didn't. And this is the thing that I find with a lot of my clients was that a lot of people say they believe in God, but don't believe God, God believes in them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I had to separate organized religion and God because they are not the same and they never will be. And people can, people, I believe that God puts many different types of um, spiritual notions in the world. So some people do find faith through religion. Some people do find faith through Satanism. (laughs) Some people find faith through tarot cards. Some people find faith in nature. And some people don't believe in God at all. That's totally cool. But they know the Bible better than anybody. So I'm like, hey, Jerry, I know you're an atheist, but can you help me out real fast? I got a Bible thumper fucking with me. Um, Can you you quote me me a Bible? Can you help me? Um, And so one day I uh, was three years sober, and I was driving to Loveland. And it was early in the morning, and 
I was going to work at a, at a restaurant that needed help and I saw the prettiest rainbow I've ever seen in my life and uh, all of a sudden this huge gold energetic thing came into my car and outside of my car and it said because I knew spirit guides against gifts our spirit guides existed angels existed and I knew the unliving existed but I was like fuck you God I'm not gonna do it fuck you <laughs> and I um and it said and this voice I will never forget this voice it said I never left you you left me and I just started bawling and I knew it was God and so I isolated which was easy because I just moved here um and I uh and I started talking to God and asking, like, okay, what? how can I heal? What can we heal? What can I do this? How do we do this? How do I have a connection with you? And I got over my resentment at organized religion. And I got over my resentment at people who use organized religion to condemn others. And I got over how families use that fucking God word to keep this fucking trauma going on you know like and I don't mean to be rude but there's a lot of indigenous cultures who are like you love your family no matter what you believe for your family no matter what and in my family the women protected pedophiles over their own children in my family they use the name Jehovah Witnesses over actually having faith and believing in God mm -hmm. so for me the word the thing is is that I um, I was sober and I, I was doing a, um, in a 12-step program, we did it at a huge event. And I remember this kid that relapsed more than me. And I threw this uh, neon paint party where everybody wore white, and then we threw neon paint and everybody danced to like, you know. Okay, this sounds amazing. It was beautiful. We need this. And I walked away from the event and I was standing outside, it was the longest I've ever had Friday. And I was watching this guy dance and he was laughing. This is the first time I've ever seen him smile. I've never seen him again since that day. I don't even know if he's alive. Um, and I saw God in him. And then I saw God in women who have been brutally raped and left for dead and be, were able to get themselves up and have faith again. So who am I to dismiss, you know? And, and I think that men have used and, and, and internalized misogyny and women have tainted the name of God. Um, and I think the Catholic Church is the one that created demons. And so for me, and that's, Listen, I'm that's a crazy Catholic. That's There's, a I have some crazy. crazy fucking stories about that, <laughs> and um, and I have some crazy stories about that. But I won't talk about this time. <laughs> I'll fuck you guys up. <laughs> I was like, we're having you back. Don't worry. <laughs> uh -huh. But and, and that's how I found God. And every day I wake up and I say thank you. And to me, God is an energy of being. It is this universal love. He is this universal that exists. And I think people want to act like God doesn't exist because they have so much hate for their parents and what society has become that they have they've fallen into the, uh, the polar opposite of what God is. And so for me, it's changing that and allowing people to have God shots at Cosmic Tea with other healers, with intuitives, and be like, holy shit, God didn't forget about me. You know? And I think we gotta change the narrative. And we gotta heal some poverty. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We gotta heal mm -hmm. poverty wounds. And so let's fucking do it. I love it. Do you think we all have had past lives? 
thousand percent. Okay. I love people. Because sometimes don't you meet people and you're like, oh, you're new here. Yeah, so neutrals. <laughs> so those are cosmic beings that are here to help the universe, our, our universe fucking go faster because we're fucking, we're, we're hundreds of years behind. We are behind. And so, um, yeah, I do. Um, deja vu. This is just my version. Take it how you want it, guys. Um, my version of deja vu is your spirit guides and your spirit counsel when you have deja vu saying you're on the right track. So when you have deja vu, that is an indicator that you are on the right path, that you are, you are on the right goal path to where you're going. Some people say, oh, I've seen this before. Yeah, it was your fucking contracts with your spirit council, guys. Um, so I do, I think deja vu is an indicator. Um, past lives, a thousand times. There's too many scenarios that people have had the same face. And also, us intuitively knowing certain things that we should know. Mm -hmm. And soulmates wouldn't fucking exist if we didn't have past lives. And do you feel like we can have many soulmates, right? Oh, God. There could be 12. So, in soulmates, when I'm doing readings, there's a whole waiting room office of soulmates. Not all soulmates are to be married. Some soulmates are minutes, moments, years, and forever. Uh, But, yeah, everybody has multiple soulmates. The the arrogance to think that you can go life to life without causing (laughs) uh, love trauma is just ignorant. So, of course, you have it. And the thing is, is like, you know, with the Megan Fox thing, I've been saying he's going to pass. I've been saying he's going to pass. They're going to break up. It's going to get ugly. So now everybody, for the next six months, watch this bumpy thing. And um, But because when you have twin flames, I don't, I've never been able, I've, one person, one pair, maybe, how many, maybe two, they said, um, have ever been able to stay together. And how do twin flames exist? Past lives. How, two souls separated going through different universes. I was going to say, do a little explanation on twin flames. Okay, twin flames to I've me. I've done all sorts of research <laughs> about twin flames. Twin flames to me are two souls that are meant to be come together. However, one's a runner one's a, and one's a follower. And what happens is, is they're here to clear up some very long, like thousands of years tragedy. And what everybody thinks is, because nobody's taking care of their anxiety, which I think is trash. I have an opinion on anxiety. We'll talk about it later. Um, and what happens is when they meet this person and they're like, I've known you for lifetimes. It's so, like, <sighs> problematic, but yet so much I know you and it just comes together. What happens is it's somebody is always going to... Somebody's, they're not, it's, it's too hard to heal. And so it takes lifetimes to heal. And that you get to meet a twin flame is amazing. But I know a lot of people that can pass a lie detector test saying they have a soulmate that's a twin flame. The thing is, is that people want to feel special and they want to feel like, yes, something out there wants to love me. Mm-hmm. So they fall for that fucking uh, twin flame fucking story mm-hmm. and the, half, the truth is half you bitches are never going to meet your twin flame in this lifetime and that is actually good because you can heal your soulmate karma and then in lives it won't be so tragic when you do see your twin flame uh, but I, I do I think people want to feel the universe God divine sees them and really wants them to be loved does that make sense mm-hmm. but it's tragic it's bull- every and this is every twin flame I've seen over the last seven years one of them's died. They were like so hot and fiery with each other, and then it was like, psh, I knew that was gonna explode. I, yeah. They were just weird. She's magic. 
She is. She is magic. He reminds me. Um, I saw a meme. I think about this. Like the back of the house at a restaurant. You know? <laughs> I just. I just don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. Anybody that can use the N word towards women and thinks that they're entitled to that. Yeah. Uh, you can go for it yourself. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. How do you stay grounded? What do you do for self-care? Oh, okay, so I cold water plunge. Okay. I do breath work. I eat carbs and drink sweet tea. And I love the carbs. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and I, um, I do once, so I started living for my, um, my life review. So I do things that when I'm in my life review, we can go over all the tragedy, and then I get to go, I did that, I did that, I did that. I manifested that. So for me, um, to stay grounded is to be around people I love, to keep in contact with my spirit guides, meditating, salt baths, doing grounding exercises, getting healings on a regular basis, having multiple spiritual advisors. I have multiple spiritual advisors, and I have a therapist too. Um, And also being okay in my body Mm -hmm. and being like, I don't care what you think. And I think that also comes with age. Uh, because in your 20s, you care. In your teens, you care. In your early 30s, you care. And then when you get to 40, you're like, I don't give a shit. It really does start happening. Uh-huh. You when you turn care. 40, I'm just like, fuck it. Who cares, right? <laughs> you're like, I'm Fine, gonna- you don't like me. Aww. Okay, great. Yeah, and I um, and keeping in touch with spirit and staying humble. And, you know, I, um, I've been taking this class for a couple of years um, to be this student. And knowing that, that time's precious. And if I don't, if I'm so stressed and worried about everything, then I'm going to just miss out. And so I see too many people die with regrets. When, pe- when I talk to the unliving, they tell me their favorite food. They tell me things they wish they could have done. They, they're just like, God, you guys, it's so precious. And mm-hmm. I know life is precious. So for me, it's, um, you know, the only, spirit- the only time I don't have spirituality in my body is when I'm driving. Um, I guess that's when I level to this highest form but um but for grounding for me is being in my body being okay with my body being okay with particular things about myself you know I'm not that educated in you know college and all of that but like you put me up next to a fucking any other intuitive I'll fucking let's go let's go let's see um uh let's do the math and uh also self-love self-love and that's that yeah it's amazing thank you thank you so much for joining us absolutely we have to have you back oh you're so funny yeah (laughs) cosmic tea i do have about 10 fake accounts of me i never dm i do not dm and it's not because i'm better than anybody it is that i don't need to anymore i i've worked my ass off to have my reputation to have a fucking functioning website and to have a place people could call so I don't DM. So uh, following the real Elizabeth underscore fucking Marie underscore psychic, and then Cosmic Tea Holistic Shop. Um, our three-year anniversary is June nineteenth. I am doing free readings all fucking day at the shop. Um, you have to start signing up. They'll start the sign up in April, um, and I read from eleven to four. Uh, I take a break at two to two thirty. Um, I to my oh my staff. I have an amazing, beautiful staff of intuitive readers, psychics, mediums. Um, we're open every uh, Tuesday through Sunday. We have healers every day. We just um, we just moved in Amber. She does injectables and all that great stuff. And then yeah. we have a therapist. Her name is Chris. 
She's great. She's amazing with people with food, um, food disorders. And then um, we have healers. Our my healing staff is absolutely divine and beautiful. Um, all of them are have spiritual advisors. Every all of them have. I think almost every one of them has a therapist. There's a standard where they have to have a therapist. Um, we do candle magic to help manifest. We're doing the single mother, a first time house buyer breaking financial curses with Savvy Stacy on Instagram. Uh, we are also doing uh, a rooted rhythm where it's like cocoa dancing and samples. Uh huh. And then we are all, I'm just getting ready for expansion. Yeah. And then the three year anniversary. And that is June 17th is the anniversary. Or is June 19th is our anniversary, but I'm having the party on the 17th. And uh, yeah, and thank you guys. You guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. This is fun. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and you've been listening to Business of Glam. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to subscribe, review, and download this podcast. If you're ever in the Denver area, be sure to come by and see us at Glamour Bar. Until then, stay glam.